And welcome back to this week's episode of the GWC Podcast. I'm your host this week, Joe, joined as always by Zach, Austin, and Andrew. Have a lot to talk about after the old hot Lana um, this week. So we'll go ahead and hop right into that. Um, Willie B with his fourth race win of the year, rain shortened um, win, weather impacting yet another race in NASCAR. So, you know, death taxes and rained out races. So, boys, what do we what do we think right off the cusp with Atlanta? Best racetrack on the calendar. I think we just had the two best uh, best racetracks back to back. So, we have had two bangers that's, in a that's row. That's a take. I mean, they were two banger races. That's not the joke part. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I thought it was a great race. I'm really I, fucking annoyed. I have my <laughs> reasons as to why I think it's a great race. But Zach, why are you annoyed? Because he hates both of them. I was supposed to hate both of them, and I ended up loving both of them, and I'm so pissed off about it. Seriously, <laughs> that's me as well. I, I mean, why are they good? Like, yeah. no joke. Like, I mean, I don't races of the year. Eh, I don't know. I think that's a discussion, but I think races of the year for the respective categories, absolutely. So, like, yeah, I agree. Best road course so far this year, Chicago, hands down. Best super speedway race, fucking Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. just how much that pissed me off when they reconfigured it. But I mean, it was so good. It was, it was like an old Daytona race. I was complaining about how random it was, but you, and how you don't see, you know, guys who can really handle the car and deal with the draft and, and that kind of stuff. You saw that, you know, you saw yeah, Brad Keselowski, who's so good at play tracks. We know that being able to work through the field. You saw Christopher Bell, who I think is probably a somewhat underrated plate racer he worked through the field twice because he went up he started in the back he worked his way up to like i don't know six or fifth got a penalty had to do it all over again um so you know you could pass guys that knew how to knew what they were doing knew how to move the car around they were able to do it it was just it was awesome and i'm mad i i love that you saw guys you know with poor handling cars having to fight it and struggling it's yeah. I mean, it's like you said, the old Daytona when it was really slick and you saw guys doing that. I mean, it was great, and it really excites me for maybe in the future when we get this track, not as a super speedway, but just the normal package. I think it could put on some really good shows. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as Zach. I just wanted to hate these last two races, and here we are. And I think it's the whatever pavement they repaved with apparently is supposed to age in faster. And maybe that was part of it because I feel like the first few Atlanta races were kind of crappy, but like, yeah, this race, like, like I said, they had to, they had to handle their cars. And if you didn't have handling, you like Bowman, he lost it and wrecked any and took himself out. So I do, I do wish they would have practiced at Atlanta. Maybe some things get figured out, but I, I did think it was a good race. Yeah. I think yeah. with the poor handling cars, maybe they will add at least some practice. They have to. I, I, there should be no tracks. We don't have at least 30 minutes. I mean, I absolutely at least to shake down your car and make yeah, sure everything stays is on all over again. Exactly. But yeah, so the, the 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 hot topic on the the Twitters for this race was the decision I guess not the decision to call for rain, because obviously it ended up raining a lot, and that was the right call. But how we got there, they paraded the cars around for like 30 minutes, and while it was starting to rain, and we could have got more racing in. What do we? What do we think about that whole? I don't even know what to call it. 
the whole range, the whole range. The end of the race. Yes, the end of the race. How it was handled. (laughs) Yes, how it was handled. Um, I think people are mostly mad just because it's Hendrick. People like to get mad about Hendrick. You know, anytime something sort of goes Hendrick's way, everybody likes to be mad about favoritism, and I buy into it. I got mad. I was annoyed. Um, but I was mainly annoyed because uh, Kyle was working his way up there. He got to P5, and I I just just wanted to see more. You know, it was so good. I didn't want it to end. Um. It's fun to go along with the meme of oh Hendrick's favoritism and stuff like that. I, do I think this was no? I think I I don't know what you do. I I get NASCAR's position. I guess I mean we didn't we did shit on them really hard after Daytona last year. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't know. What do you want them to do? Risk it again and and get shit on again? So it's it it is what it is. I th- I think there's someone doesn't feel like people expect perfection from a lot of this stuff. Like NASCAR needs to know exactly what to do. They need to do the exact perfect thing. They need to know the future, essentially. They need to know that this amount of rain's coming. They need to know to go ahead and call it and not wait it out or whatever. Like To me, it's just the expectation's too high, and NASCAR's made great improvements from what we saw before with Daytona, where there's rain in one. Everyone's crying like, oh, why did NASCAR call it sooner? Now they call it sooner. Maybe do some parade laps. Okay, whatever. But like they still called it sooner. They made the right call to bring them under caution, see how bad the rain was, whatever. I mean, I, it, to me, it's you know a, a, a better call than before, and it's an improvement. There's no way to to know exactly the future. So I think they did a great job with what they had, um, and people just expect too much. I agree. Yeah, the impossible. Not too much like they expect better. Just they expect the impossible almost. You know. I mean, I hated it. At the time, you know, it was one of those things like, oh, great, they're just going to run 20 laps under caution, call the race, Byron's the winner. But reality, it, it was the right call. Uh, get, you don't like to see it, though, I guess. You, you want it to end under green flag. You're not going to get that, obviously. But the rain was coming. Everybody knew it. Again, it's just like, you know, the week before we knew it was coming. Uh, but yeah, it, they made the right call. I agree. Yeah. In, in the end, they made the right call. I guess it's, yeah, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, now with NASCAR. But yeah, obviously, I liked it because William won. You know, I obviously am the Hendrick guy of this group, so I, I won't hide that. But yeah, interesting. And and I saw too some some stuff on Twitter that people, are, oh, like start it back at 12 30 because the rain will be over. And you have one that's like, why would you like it's if it was Saturday night, maybe, but it's Sunday night, you got to get the teams home. You know, what was NASCAR's trigger quick on calling race? Yeah, but I mean, you saw the radar. It was terrible. It was going to be raining for a zillion hours. So, yeah. So also big uh, McDowell saved by the by the rain there. Um, I know Austin's very happy about that. He was on fumes. Uh, there he is. <laughs> He's kind of yeah, running. Sorry, that. guys, I'm making pretzels. So I'm running back <laughs> and forth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean. Had that race gone green, he had it in the bag. I, mean, I think we can all agree with that. That was an easy win for McDowell if that goes green. Uh, so I'm mad about the rain shortage. But, um, I mean, another great uh, turnout for McDowell, man. What a guy. What a guy on those super yeah. speedways, huh? What a guy. He's, he's 16th in the playoffs. Yeah, he's three points up on, on Bubba. So he's he's making moves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, in the bubble. I mean, what a guy. Yeah, I mean, man. I think uh, – their their strategy calling. I think they had you know, crew two changes and stuff too. But um, you know, I think that there was uh, there's been a lot of improvements on their strategy calls. Like there were sometimes, like just a few seasons back, where it was just like 
what are we doing? Like, what's the, what's this call? And had the race gone a little bit farther, mm-hmm. I would have been saying the same. Well, I don't know. Cause I, either way I've been like, that's a great call. Like why not get some um, track position here? So I don't know. I think that, um, you know, I think it's been a great season for him so far. I hope it continues. Cause it's been cool to see him um, be, be super cool to see him get in the playoffs on points. Not just the, it's obviously the, you know, the, the Daytona 500 win, which, as much as I love McDowell, I mean, that's, you know, I hate, eh, you're always going to get those guys in the playoffs to kind of like, well, should they really be here? I think that's everyone's thoughts whenever McDowell was up there. Um, Cause that car just at least, especially then was not up to snuff to be anywhere near the playoffs. Um, but now they got a little more in it. I feel like, you know, him being up there isn't as much as a, you know, waste of a pick. And so by like him getting in on points, I think would be super cool to see. Um, you know, if, if he can get in that way, obviously win would be pretty sick too, but points yeah. in would be just a, a testament to how, how far that team's come. Yeah. And we got, you know, speaking of points, obviously William is, is leading by, it looks like 21. You got William, Kyle, MTJ and Ross, the top four playoff points wise, at least, but it, it's, yeah, it was a fun race overall. Um, I'm excited for, I believe, yeah, with New Hampshire next week, we'll get to that in a, in a little bit. But any last Atlanta thoughts before we move on? Move on already. Right. Well, we got to talk about Xfinity. We didn't talk we about do. the Xfinity race. Well, I, think I, did, I, I was out for a minute, I know, but I had my ears on. But did we, uh, the one thing, if we were to talk about this, let me just shut up. But um, should we talk up. about, ha- okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> do we think that race would have been as exciting had it not been rain shortened? I no. think we were. Did we yeah, cover we that? that? No, but that wasn't what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, because um, I, I, that. Yeah, I want to hear y'all's thoughts. I kind of piggyback on Drake's thought. You know, do we think shortened races in general are the way to go? Because that was also a topic. I think my my take. Well, not necessarily. Well, kind of on the front, but like for this race specifically, everyone's like, "Oh, would that have, like Austin asked? Would that race have been as exciting if it had gone full length?" I think you probably get a little more like calmness single file, but the end is still going to be crazy regardless at that kind of racetrack. Shorten races. I, I can agree that some need to be shortened. Obviously not like, obviously not going to shorten Daytona 500, Coke 600, like the big boys. I, I do agree that you can shorten some just because especially new fans aren't going to be like re- really willing to sit down for four hours and watch a random Pocono race or whatever, right? As opposed to maybe they watched most of the 600, but uh, I think you can shorten a few of them. I know they've been trying to do that with the Spring Martinsville race, I think. So I'd, I'd like to just let everybody know this is Joe's last podcast. Uh, he <laughs> oh, he, he, yeah. he got kicked us. off. <laughs> got kicked off last week. He's just yeah, coming it, in here to say his goodbyes. Oh, yeah. Now. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying for a couple. I'm not saying for all. Like obviously, nah, I I think I think our races are solid. I think tracks that are a mile and a half or bigger, four hundred miles is the sweet spot. I agree. Um, I think with your exceptions, like your Daytona five hundred and your your Southern five hundred, your Coke six hundred, but everything else four hundred miles is the sweet spot. There might be an argument for Pocono because that is a little longer. Um, mm-hmm. How many how many miles is the current Pocono race? I don't even know. Uh, is it four hundred? I think so. I think it's four. I don't know. If, I'll check that, might long, that might be a little long for Pocono, but <clears throat> just because the corners are so slow, the it's speed's 400. Is it? it is. Yeah. 
I wonder what the time is. That's probably the only one that, that comes to mind that I think I'd be willing to to knock back a little bit. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we've already been through this. We already knocked races back. I mean, it used to be back in the day, every race was 500 miles, and now they, they cut it back. And I think 400 is a good good amount. I mean, you still want a lengthy race for your Premier Cup Series. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it what are you, are you going to start selling che- tickets cheaper if you make the race shorter? I don't think they did that the last time they shortened races. You know, no. if you cut, you know, the the argument was make this 300 miles. So you're going to sell tickets for 25% off because it's it's 25 25% off the race. You know, I, I think it, it you devalue the ticket, and then along with you know you do that, and then also all the practice we don't get anymore. You know, it's just like this constant movement to less and less on track product like i i don't like that and um i like what the longer races bring us with strategy especially with stages and how stages mix up strategy like right now really your only strategy stage is stage three everybody does the same thing in stage one and two and then they even do pretty much the same thing in three so like you might not see green flag pit stops ever like we we could uh, we could pretty easily go through a race now and not see green flag pit stops so just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm not in favor of shortening races. I don't think they make it any more exciting. I think the thing that really had an effect on the race was the weather because they didn't know when yeah. it was going to end. It right. could end this lap or it could end in 30 laps. They didn't know. So they had to be on the wheel every single lap. So it's, shortening the race is irrelevant. It's what they're racing to that they didn't know. And that's what cranked things up. So I will, I'll, I'll back you up. So I just looked through the schedule. So the only... So you have obviously your crown jewels, the Coke 600, Daytona 500, Southern 500. The only other 500 mile races are the two Talladegas. And I just had it. I think that's it. Yeah, the two Talladegas and that's it. So I'd even I'd even be willing to knock a Talladega down to 400 miles. Yeah, yeah maybe like the spring. one. Even, I'd, I'd even give you both. Honestly, I don't care. I'll give you both. Yeah, yeah it, it's going to be a single. It's going to be a single lane train the whole. I mean, yeah, the stage three. So. The Daytona, well, was Fourth of July race, whatever it is now. August. It's four hundred. Yeah, it's always been four hundred. That race right. has always been fine. Yeah, um, so four hundred miles at Talladega. I don't hate it. I mean, maybe give them one five hundred mile. That's that's fine. But yeah, I bring the Brickyard back to keep it four hundred. Yeah, jeez. It depends on how the cars race, I guess. But I get keep it four hundred. Yeah, I think you kind you kind of have to. Yeah, you, you have do to. for that race to be any. Yeah, if I ever be any good, you kind of have to. Well, I think then you, you, I don't know, Indy 500 and Brickyard 250. <laughs> like, it just sounds... And then and then what are you going to do with your other series? Are you going to make your other series shorter? Yeah. Yeah, because now, if you make your cup race They're like 200 miles... And, you know. Here's an idea. How about we make cars faster that the 400-mile race doesn't take as long? Mm, that's a good point. There, there you go. Yeah. More horsepower. Easy. I think my general thing is our greens with Zach of yeah, short, the race wasn't exciting necessarily because it was shorter is because they didn't know when it was going to end. I think that always causes a huge excitement. Mm-hmm. What I'm proposing is they don't even tell the drivers how long the race is going to be. There you go. They just Random randomly throw a caution and race is over. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to handle it going forward. I had a funny um, thought about that. Like the last 50 laps to go, that's the race can end <laughs> at any point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't I was thinking about that too. Because I'm like, you know, there would be, they would hire a stats guy and they would like yeah. run the numbers, figure out the trends of like when they like <laughs> when they randomize and find something out to get an idea. I think that Ooh. would be 
Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Can you imagine the the fuel strategies too? Like some guys would bank on it being shorter to gain track position. Mm -hmm. Some would like they would if it went the whole fifty, there'd be like one guy who makes it on fuel, like Austin Dillon. Um, you know, yes, yeah, but (laughs) I mean. Oh yeah, pretty cool. Huh? Can you imagine Twitter when they randomly end it while Chase is leading? Oh <laughs> my yeah. god! Even think about you it. are you are banned. That's yeah. five races in a row. Chase Elliott's won. It's <laughs> weird. He's just in the right place at the right time. <laughs> we said it happened the last fifty laps, but they added three hundred. Um, I'm I'm team don't shorten. Uh, the only way maybe I'd be okay with it is if we like we mentioned or Zach mentioned. Uh, we lost qualifying and all that, and the fans are getting less and less, so why are we going to shorten a race to give them even less? Maybe we try the twin sprints again, kind of like we did in 2020, where we have a Saturday and a Sunday race. Yeah, doubleheader. Give them uh, 300 on Saturday, 300 on Sunday. I, I um, like what they did at Pocono. That was, that was a great weekend. Yeah. But, uh... Zach, you want you to talk about Seabell? No, no. It's your survivor pick. Survivor pick. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. We'll get to that later. Um, um yeah, but so so according to a couple of uh spotters, they're saying that they'd like to see it shortened. And I mean, oh. if if they want to shorten the races, I mean if they shorten it twenty five percent, maybe the spotters should make twenty five percent less. Yeah. I think I'm on board with that. Especially you know, for start cutting their money. A few certain spotters, but yeah. I don't know. My, yeah. my favorite tweet was I saw somebody. Let me you know, let me see if I can find it real quick because I retweeted it. But it just it seems like people in the industry like they just nobody hates racing more than people that work in NASCAR. Yeah. That's what oh, it seems. Like. Oh yeah, especially that's that one Spotter, Spotter Burt loves NASCAR. Yeah, that that actually is the tweet. Nobody hates racing more than the people that actually work in it. It's just I don't know. Them guys just complain more and more, and they're irritating me more like i used to hate tj majors i thought he was a, a shilly douchebag but he's now my favorite and the other two driving nuts yeah oh absolutely uh, tj's always been somewhat level-headed compared to anyone's level-headed compared to the other two but yeah i've, I've enjoyed tj one of them's not even a spotter anymore exactly i know why why are you on a spotter podcast if you're not even a spotter and i feel like his know-it-all has, it. has turned up a lot since Oh, I, oh yeah. Well, it's because he started Couch Racer. He's got a little bit of money now, and he thinks he's a fucking god. He's a fucking douche. Well, he's like yeah. gotta overcompensate because he's not actually at the track anymore. So he has to like I don't know. Yeah. Compensate for that. It's just driving me fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, he's gone uh, clickbaity too, which makes oh, it even abs- worse. Absolutely. Um. So Xfinity, I admittedly did not watch that race, but. Um, really, there's only one thing I want to talk about Xfinity, and that is Justin Haley and the uh, Daniel Hemrick situation at the end. Um, I just thought it was funny because like, it was like the last caution or one before or something like that. Like Towards the end, Justin Haley's talking to a spotter and says, hey, tell Chandler Smith that you know, the most important thing here is a colleague win. Like, you know, we got to get one for the team. Stay behind me. And then first thing he does when getting a restart behind uh, Daniel Emmerich is bail on him. And then he has the balls to say, oh, I ran out of gas. I, I've never seen a car run out of gas and pass a car at the same time. That's Jeez. wild. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
it was just really funny. And I saw a bunch of people like retweeting like a Kyle Bush moment where he's like talking about you dumb fucker. Like if you, <laughs> if you would just stay in line with me, we could have both had a chance to win, but because you tried to pass me, we, we, we yeah. both lost. Who was that? Was like that Vickers that... and Kyle Bush? The picture I've seen was Bush and Junior. Really? I thought it was, yeah. I thought it was Bowman at day t- at a day twenty five hundred like dual race. It might have been a lot of people. Know. It and might I, have I, been more than once. <laughs> for some reason, Bowman comes to mind with with Kyle on that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's that's interesting. I was saying Vickers or Algaier. I don't know. The pictures I saw like... on, the, on the Twitter were with uh, Junior. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and then just real quick to touch on trucks, we have two more races left, Pocono and Richmond, before their playoffs. And they got quite a playoff level. They got four drivers within five points of uh, the 10th the spot for the playoffs. They got Matty D's five points up, Sanchez is two points up, and Crafton is one point up with Friesen being a point back. So that'll be a fun last two races with those four. Ty Majeski is all but locked in. He's 90 foot, 95 points up. So. He'd have to really, I think, finish last. And maybe even then he'd still be in. But it'll be interesting to keep your eye on the truck races. But Fox still does those races, so maybe not. I, I still think it's a huge missed opportunity that they don't do a, um, like, regular season conclusion at Daytona with all three series. Absolutely. I'm shocked. Like, I, I thought I, they did one year. Did I, don't they know. I don't know. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Like, you, you have... The Daytona 500, like you have Daytona week where all three series kick off the season at the same week. Mm-hmm. Have the end of the regular season at Daytona, you know, it ends where it started with all three series. And it could just be an amazing weekend. Um, and then you have all three series finish up at Phoenix. Like it's like these big monumental milestones throughout the season. Run that, them at the same time too. Run them at the same time. Yes. Why not? Yes. 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 Them in. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> What a shit show that would be. Oh, God, that would be. What if Xfinity cards were faster than Cup? That'd be funny. They would be. I don't know what they are in the draft. I don't know what they draft. I said they might add a bigger bigger restrictor plate. If that's what gets us more HP and Cup cars, I'm all for it. (laughs) Um, I don't think anything's going to get us more horsepower. I do. Hybrid. Hybrid, baby. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's that's possibility. Um. But yeah, so that's that's all that happened at Atlanta. Um, we do have a couple noteworthy news items that came out over the weekend. So it was announced, I believe, yesterday that Coriel Joy will be back with Spire on a multi-year deal. So that is that is interesting. I, I think it's I personally think it's good for him. Good to see he has some longevity. But I'd love to hear y'all's takes on that. I was surprised that. Uh the owner of Spire came out and said, they're not looking to sell the other charter. They're looking to buy. I, that kind of shocked me that they could go three cars. Wait, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I missed this. Who's doing what? Spire. The owner of Spire. Who, who are they buying? They didn't say. They said they are not selling the 77 charter. They are looking to purchase. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Did they lease that charter right now or did they own that? I forget. Uh, really good question. Maybe they're trying to purchase a seventy-seven. I don't know, but that's oh, what they said. Let me. Let me but I guess start. why would you? Why would they comment on selling it? I guess if they don't own it. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. Let me see here. I mean, Ty Dillon's not going to be in it next year. I'll Who else that. is? I don't know. I don't know. If they were smart, they'd go and get some Xfinity guy that's in a Ford. One of the fast guys. 
So I think if I'm reading Jayski's site right, it says the 77 was sold to the 16 colleague in 22. And then the 7, oh, the 7 charter was moved to the 77, but who? And the 53 was sold to the 7. Okay, so they still own. They still own two. Yeah, they still own two. Okay. So I don't know, I guess, if they want to try and get a Rick Ware charter. I don't know. if Or if, I I think we've talked about this before, maybe Stuart House going to three and leasing out one while they fix their shit because they're bad. But who knows? We'll hopefully see more info about that coming out soon. But I, I love that for Corey. I guess, I mean, there's really no, we want him to get a high ride, but where is that going to be? Realistically, yeah, I, I, Again, would you rather him be at Spire, which seems to be on the way up, or would you rather him go to SHR, which is on the way down? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, all, all the top Chevy rides are pretty locked in. GMS is going to Toyota, so there goes two cars. So, yeah, not not much option there, but yeah, the seven is a is very good this year. So we'll hopefully all the way up to the moon for them. Um, and then we had a. Kind of, we kind of knew it all along, but it's officially official that Bush Anheuser Bush is going to the one car next year, leaving from Kevin Harvick. So that is confirmed. Maybe we get some watermelon beer out of it. Who knows? But that's pretty big for for Ross and Trackhouse. I'm ready for the drunk driving memes that are going to come from it. <laughs> I, I just think it's a missed opportunity to you know Kyle Bush and the Bush. Hell car. yeah! God damn, you're right. I mean. That's that's a selling point, but hey, it is what it is. Good for Ross, good for Trackhouse. Uh, I think that Justin Marks, man. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to really put Trackhouse on or help him out next year and oh, as a top tier team from now on. It's a lot of money. What 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 do, what do we think? So Hendrick's obviously the top Chevy. Are they number two now? Yeah, or oh, have yeah. they been number two? I don't know. I don't know if there is a number two. I know there's a number one, and that's Hendrick. And I think Hendrick sort of. I mean, really, number two is still going to be RCR because then RCR make the engines. Yeah, yeah that's true. So I, I think it'll be a two A two B for uh, for Chevy, but yeah, track. I don't know if it really is a two. I think there's just I think it's you got Hendrick and then everybody else. <laughs> Hendrick and then Chevy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Hendrick. Yeah, Hendrick and everyone else. That's why. I mean, that's why GMS left because they were they were getting yeah. shit. So, so yeah, um, and I also. Mean, I think- well, you do have key partners. You have Hendrick and and Trackhouse is one, and and RCR is one, and then it is just everybody else. So I mean, yeah, I, I think just a lot of decisions and stuff like that are made through Hendrick. But after that, I don't think it really matters who's one, two, or three. Yeah. I think I think Hendrick has a lot of control in like how certain things go. If I were to guess, just making stuff up, um, <laughs> but I think they're all sort of even. They're all supposed to help each other to some degree. Yeah. Um, and then we had also quick back to uh, Atlanta. The 24 car has that was uh, Goodyear's 2000th win, and Jeff Gordon got their 1000th. So fun little what tidbit. A, what a from, stupid stat. I know. I, I saw that. I was like, I was like, yay. Like, am I supposed to be happy for this? Your 2000th win competing against yourself. Like, why don't you do a race count? That would be more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, are however many at the race. I mean, I would think more than 2000th. Yeah, I, I don't know. An interest. I was like, I mean, as a Henrik fan, I was like, I was like, okay, sure, yay, right. Um, a dumb accolade. <laughs> yeah, 
That's like it's like the meme where Barack is giving uh Barack the oh, yeah. the freedom. Medal of Honor. Or yeah. or the or the one with like everyone on the um the podium and then the guy the guy at last is like celebrating like heck, but he's like in tenth place. Um but yeah, that that was I was like, that's a weird stat to brag about, but pop off. Um and then yeah, we got only seven regular season races left and the uh cut line is is very close right now. We got Suarez and McDowell three points up and Bubba's three points back. AJ's there thirteen back and then you still have you know Alex and Chase. If they can snag a win, that pushes the cut line down. So we'll we'll see. We got some good racing coming up here. It's gonna take a win, I think. Yeah. To get a lot of these guys in like I don't know, if Chase doesn't win, he's not getting in. He's not racing his way in. Yeah, at this point, he's he's had a, he's he would have had to I think average like top five, top ten. He had a couple clunkers in there, so that kind of he's sixty points back right now. So yep. that's tough. Yeah, NAS, NASCAR's gonna have to really work hard to get him in. All right, all right. I mean, even Bowman. I mean, he's not in it. He's sitting there in twenty second. Chase is twenty third. It's yeah, and he's forty four points back. So. Him, him wrecking himself out last week did not help. That's for sure. Yeah, because I think he what I think he was in the in the cut line before he wrecked himself and Denny. So yeah, but yeah, Suarez, McDowell, Bubba, AJ, and uh, yeah, they got a nice little battle going on. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Kind of some some impact things there, but yeah, um, and then other racing news. We we had today Danny Ricardo is back in an F1 ride, taking over for Nick DeVries. So just had you know mention that we love Danny Rick. I love Danny Rick. NASCAR so. fan. Yeah, he loves loves Dale Earnhardt. So that'll be that'll be fun. We'll see see if he still got it in the very okay Alpha Tower this year. I haven't really been paying much attention, but I think they're very they're obviously it's red bull and everyone else of course but that'll be interesting to see although it is kind of funny they booted debris again i don't know was he that much worse than yuki during yuki's first year so are yuki period yeah yuki period. i mean yuki is better than debris i think but it's again, formula one we know half that stuff's political anyway money. so he probably just didn't yeah. bring the the money sponsorship or the money or his dad was urgent enough to to do it yeah you make me fall asleep let's talk about something else well <laughs> before we we really move on here we also uh, it sounds like we're going back to canada next year oh yeah that just came oh, out oh canada back to ontario sorry so. sorry um, not official yet but that's what it sounds like well yeah. the, the, the rumor is that sonoma is going to get put to uh auto club's date which means yeah, but i would get, love that we get a green sonoma Yes, I'm for it. I mean, we've mentioned it mul- multiple times that we'd like to see that. So, hey, yeah, that'd be pretty freaking sick. But that might mean well, we get another road course if this Canada thing is true. Which, well, if they now they get rid of Indy Road, Indy, and put it back. Yeah, to the Oval, that's true. I, that's true. I thought I heard them saying they're going to do anyway before this. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's it's what the drivers have been saying they want, and it seems like it's nobody. Nobody wants to race on your stupid road course. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's going to be a shit show when we go there in a couple of weeks. Last time for it, so yeah, I'm all so, for it. I agree. 
New Hampshire is this week. What are we what are we thinking about? That's usually Ford's been pretty strong there um in past years. So what are we what are we thinking about going into New Hampshire? I hope it don't fucking rain. I'm I'm checking on that. <laughs> why, why, why do you it's say that, Zach? Projecting <laughs> that happened to the rain at New Hampshire one time? <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Kyle Bush thing? <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> I love when he ripped that face car bumper off. That was great. Oh, man. No, but we, we don't need... Uh... Can you imagine three races in a row? Of course, I think we do... Um, They are going to run that short track package there, right? So we do have the potential to at least run in some sort of wetness of some kind. Yeah. That's true. Um, so hopefully... I, I think these things could probably run in wetter conditions than what they think on the ovals. Especially like the flat low speed corner ones. I mean Right. I think that this track wasn't included. I thought I heard him talking that it was. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe it's not. So we so we have so for the, the I think weekend Phoenix in... wasn't. I thought it was New Hampshire too and Dover. Oh god damn it. Now I gotta look it up. How, where do well I... quick quick weather update from Weatherman Joe. So it's pretty much yeah, pretty much all weekend it is between a forty-eight and sixty-three percent chance of scattered thunderstorms. So it's going to be hit or miss, and we'll get to, and then Twitter will be mad at NASCAR one way or another for how they handle it. So be yep. excited for that. Can't wait. Well, we'll be required at Charlotte Roval, Chicago Street Course, we're going to blah, 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 Martinsville, New Hampshire, North Wilkesboro, okay. and Phoenix. So I don't know. There was one. You're right, though. There was one that should be on it that wasn't on it, but I can't remember what the hell which one it was. So remember, there was one that was like, why isn't that on there? Is Martinsville in there? I think so. Martinsville's on there. I, yeah. I know it was like Bristol and Dover were really included. Maybe it's, maybe it's Bristol and Dover that we thought should be on there that aren't, but. Because they're well, that's, both too uh, fast for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's at least why they're not doing the like package like Dover or the uh, short track package. Short track, yeah. Well, they are pretty high. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like a big thing with the rain tires is, or like racing in the rain at all. And the reason we can't do it on fast high banked ovals is because, I mean, so much, you know, force pushing you out wide. On those well, corners, so like if you're talking Bristol, you know yeah, that's yeah. exactly why you couldn't do it there. Well, I think more the, the argument is more of why don't they just run the short track package? I get why they can't run the the wet weather stuff. But yeah, why yeah. Don't they run the low downforce stuff. Right. Was the was the question? Um. So yeah. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Um. So yeah. Hopefully it don't rain. Hopefully it stays dry. But I mean, I think you know you want to talk about your your picks with uh mr andrew fitzgerald down there i i think seabell's gotta be at the top of your list i don't know what what they're looking like but he's very good at new hampshire he's he won he is undefeated in the xfinity car at new hampshire he won his truck race there his lowest finish in cup with the exception of his first year in uh in cup with levine family racing is second so I, I think he's definitely one to watch. Now, it, maybe they'll give him some stupid odd that, that doesn't really make it worth it, but... Yeah, he's the favorite to win at plus 550, which, that's pretty low. Yeah. It's not horrible, though. Yeah, so that's that's the question. I don't know where where that is. But if you're talking, like, fantasy, and you're doing, you know, picking a team or something like that this week, I definitely think you'd want to at least put him on there somewhere. And uh, Eric Amarola, he's good there, too, so... Yep. 
Bubba did. I Bubba, I was looking at Bubba last year. I think he was like second or third or something. I can't remember. He was up there. He did pretty good. So, I don't know. I, I, I was checking uh, Gluck's polls. For some reason, I wanted to look at New Hampshire and what you people thought with, with, with the Gluck's polls? I was checking them out. Oh. Hmm. Um, and New Hampshire actually scored pretty well the last couple of years. It was like really mid-80s. Yeah, because I remember last year, I was like, that's a pretty good race last year from what I remember. So I wanted to look, and it was like 85 or something like that. The year before was, I think, a little bit higher. I think um, the last year with Gen 6 was still in the 80s. So we've had like a few years of decent decent New Hampshire races. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited. See what we see. Yeah. Um, excited for the race. Um, and we can uh, move into quick kill count. We had a couple. We had Bowman obviously take out himself and Dennis and LaJoy as well for one, adding to the kill count counter. And of course, Slowey is still has a commanding four kill lead this season. Yep. And then, Welcome to the kill count, uh, Bowman. Do you think we can give Ross one? For for Raymond Ty Gibbs, watch the replay. Them, yeah, watch he was the replay. right into him. That was some <laughs> arca breaks, so... but I don't know. Wait, it was like an accident, but he you know he full on arca breaked in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Ty Gibbs probably would have been fine until that moment. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like I had a I had a top ten bet for Ty Gibbs, and then I also had the uh, survivor pick. So I'm watching. I'm like, oh okay, he just touched him. Ross comes and nails him like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he, he cleaned him out. I, I think you can make an argument to add into it, but <laughs> yeah. So that's our quick kill count. Um, we can hit our survivor picks. Survivor Zach's department. My department. Um, survivor picks. Well. This wasn't the greatest week for us, boys. Uh, Joe won with <laughs> Chase, who finished 13th. Um, that story goes downhill. Uh, Drake second with Austin <laughs> Dillon, who got uh, 21st. I had LaJoy, who was 31st. And as Andrew was saying, he had Ty, who finished 34th. So, Eesh. Not yeah. the great week. Not the greatest week, but this is why you, you do them throwaway picks, because who the hell knows what's going to happen. Um, for some reason, I thought we had picked better. And we had some pretty great picks in there, but then I, I thought someone picked like McDowell and all this stuff. It was like the week before where we all picked really good drivers. And yeah, last week, yeah. Kind of, yeah, and this okay. week just. I yeah. keep I keep pulling I keep hesitating on McDowell. I wanted to pick it. You guys all have them already picked them. I still haven't used them. Well, you got a Daytona coming up. I, I'm I'm like, do I want to use them out of play track? Do I want to use them out of road course? I don't know. I keep uh, it's tough. I don't know when I want to yeah. use them. Of course, the week any I race get, really. Like, He'll blow up lap one. Like, oh, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, absolutely. That's been, I've been kind of a curse this <laughs> this season to people. So, uh, yeah. Um, What's so, the? Uh, oh, can we get a total score yeah, update? Yeah, I was just moving over there. Uh, score update. Um, <laughs> it's actually kind of closed up a little bit. No, uh, no, it hasn't. Well, me and Joe are catching up. Okay. Yeah. Drake still has a, his the overall split has gotten closer. <sighs> Yes, but Drake is still leading at 53. because We're cheats. resetting for the uh, playoffs, right? Yeah. Not score, but you can pick. Yeah, everybody. just the picks. Yeah, picks are reset. No, I think we reset Drake to zero. No, I don't. Yeah, I, like I, I, I agree with that one. I, I don't like think it. that makes any well, sense. Uh, 
we'll talk about that uh, off air. But um, so Drake is leading with 53, Andrew second, 47, and Joe and I are tied at 45. We're coming, baby. What? What? You're your wife? Clip that. I'll oh, clip that. No. I'll clip that one. Oh my goodness! Just Y'all, uh, we we really yeah. missed a couple couple moment earlier before, right before we started recording. No, we don't. Um, no, 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 huh? What? Joe saw a giant cockroach in his room, and he goes, "He's like, oh, that's a giant cockroach." And Zach's like, "If only." We were recording and we could just cut it a little you, bit early. Get rid of the road kind of things around me. You, you just can. can't. You I, really can't. I'll get it. You so, got. You yeah. got. You got by uh, clean that time, Joe. But next time, you might not be so. Well, this <laughs> we time you weren't so lucky. Yeah, so, so come back yeah. to get you. Yeah. Whatever. What, what <laughs> was the one that we already had? The uh, he loves Kyle Bush. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that yeah. one, Joe? Yeah, I, lo- I love Kyle Bush so much. I just such a big fan. That's the one. Yeah, we know you are. But uh, yeah, so I got last. I'm going to pick, let's go Kevin Harvick. Ooh, Kevin Harvick. I think it's my first Ford I've picked this year. Really? Uh, No, I did pick Brad. Oh, okay. And Blaney. Okay. All right, yeah. So, (laughs) Well, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Bubba Wallace. Ooh. Hopefully he can, he can get some good luck and, and have a good finish there. I do think he is pretty good at New Hampshire, so we'll see yeah. what old Bubba can do this week. Or I should say Freddie, because he's the one who acts like he drives a car all the time. <laughs> yeah, I hope Freddie does well this week. <laughs> um, For me, I can't believe I haven't picked him yet. We're going to get a little DH action. Little Denny Hamlin. That's a all risky right. pick. He's been on just a heater of just ruining Shit. his races. Not <laughs> this race, though, because I picked him. Let's turn it around. He's yeah. He knows. So hopefully, hopefully he gets that turned around. And then I will go with gotta go with. Or do I have? Yeah, I'll go with Seabell. Yeah. Um, that's an easy pick for me. Wow, I thought yep. you were gonna go Almarola. I thought so too, but it was between him and Almarola. I think you can't go wrong. I, I think. did notice not a single one of us has picked Almarola yet. Yeah, I'm he's one of the he's that. one of the few cars that's like not absolute last car that no one's picked yet yep yeah I just, hilarious I, i'm just hesitant I mean, on any ford right now really Although, yeah. have, have i picked a lot of them uh, Ooh. i mean i guess oh, i kind of have there's one that i actually like for this week no i'm gonna save it you're you're locked in too late yeah too uh, late. Okay. I, already picked. I wasn't All right. <laughs> what <laughs> Well, um, so, well, while, while I still have a mic, I would like to give a shout out. Um, oh, I was oh. in, I was in NIS this week. I did the uh, Saturday morning race and I had a pretty cool moment where uh, two guys uh, basically said, you know, they appreciated the podcast, they liked the episode and stuff like that. So just shout out to uh, Kevin Bruner and Jordan Sharplin. I think their names. Let me. I should have practiced their names before you shouted them out. I probably should. <laughs> yeah. See, this Bruner is why Next he's going to give their address or social security <laughs> yeah. number. Yeah, if this is yeah. if this is your yeah. social real quick, just go ahead and uh, you know shoot us an OnlyFans for this week. Uh, yeah, I was about right. to say you got to start telling them to submit some OnlyFans. We well, yeah, I was I listen. I I did the whole ad. I did a whole thing in there because there was also a few guys in there that said they would uh, check out the podcast, and I kind of told them what we were all about. So, um, if any of you guys from that NIS race Saturday morning uh, are in here. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. talking to me about the podcast. That was, that was just really cool. It was, it was really neat. And it was Jordan Sharplin. So, and he, 
I didn't, I didn't ask him where he's from, but he's like either Australian or New Zealand. He's, he's one of those like, uh, area people. I, I didn't oh, know man. if he was a Kiwi or just from Australia, but we have a worldwide reach, which is pretty cool. There we go. I did Global. look at the analytics earlier and I took a screenshot. So now you got me wondering. <laughs> oh, I didn't fucking save it. I was That's looking right. at all the countries that we've been playing and I was actually, uh, kind of surprised by a couple oh, of cool. them, but. Yeah, so we should learn all the languages for all the ones in there, and then um, to have those be it. Yes, I gotta tell you, it's pretty risky business advertising the podcast in NIS because the Thursday night one, I advertised the podcast, and I ended up wrecking everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> if we get some new tanks this week, <laughs> so eighty-one percent of listeners are in the U.S. Yeah, worldwide, eight percent. Are in Germany. Seven, the UK. Then we got one percent in Canada, Australia, which is probably who you're talking about. France, Romania, Ooh. Spain, and New Zealand. So it could even been New Zealand there. It might have. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was him. Yep, there you there go. go. I, I, I can't tell the the difference between Australian and New Zealand folks by their voice. Wow, well, now he's never really listening again. Drivers. So I know. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. That's probably super offensive, but I just can't. I, New Zealand. We'll go with that. He's a Kiwi. <laughs> Very good. Well, Isn't thank you. Is an SVG a Kiwi? Yeah. Yeah. He is. He yeah is. There you go. So, but yeah, thank you, thank you all to all of our listeners, new and old. We appreciate y'all. But speaking of OnlyFans, we have a couple this week. One is one is an update from a, a Leroy question in regards to. Who we would like to see in the Project 91 car next. Obviously, we just had SVG win. Obviously, I, w- I would have said Danny Danny Ricardo, but obviously that is not possible anymore now that he's back. A little, and a little busy with F1 now, but I don't know. That Danny Rick was always my my guy. I'd have to. I'll let y'all go, and I'll I'll think about mine. But who who for the next race would you like to see in there? Supercars guy again. I want to beat him this time though, so they can stop the conversation of <laughs> any guys in the top ten can come here and do what I just did. <laughs> yeah, I know. From SVG, uh, yeah, just anybody from the supercars I think would be cool to see, just because I do think all the stuff we talked about last week is in the car similarity and all that. I think they'd be really competitive and you know really surprise yeah. people with their finish, just like SVG did. So I, I Scott McLaughlin or whoever else I don't really know too many guys from the supercars, but. Somebody from that yeah. world again would be neat. I'd like to see McLaughlin. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a fan of him and Indy, so I'd, I'd just like to see him come over, do a race or two, see how he does. But I mean, I'd, I'd still love Valentino I'm not, Rossi. I'm not high. McLaughlin did do V8 supercars, right? I'm not stupid. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are stupid, but not for that, Zach. Right. So. Right. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. That's <laughs> what yeah. yeah I, I'd agree with Andrew. McLaughlin would, I guess, be my new one because I was going to say someone from Indy. That fits the bill. Austin, did you have a different one? Nah, I mean, I think it'd be cool to see Scotty in there. Yeah. Well, IndyCar has like three races total during their year, so you'll have time to do that. And our our final OnlyFans is from Chris, and this is, I think, a really good one. I don't think we've talked about it uh, quite a lot, but what is each of our favorite driver, and how do we get to mm. becoming a fan of them? I guess I can start. Active driver yeah yeah i'll yeah we'll say active so i'm i'm obviously a chase elliott fan um first and foremost um bandwagon no, <laughs> no I, will, I will explain how i 
became a Chase Elliott fan. So I grew up a Jeff Gordon fan um, since like 2003. I remember in third grade watching a race at a Myrtle Beach restaurant. And I saw the Jeff Jeff Gordon Rainbow Warrior car. And was like, I like that. And was Jeff fan. And obviously he retired and Chase took over for him. So naturally became a Chase Elliott fan. And that is where we are today. Also just Hendrick in general. So hold on. Chase hold on. So it's absolutely nothing what? to do with Chase Elliott. <laughs> what what year did you watch that you liked Jeff Gordon's car? Two two thousand three. I knew nothing about NASCAR, and it was it was a random the Rainbow Warriors. That I think it was the he was the that was the Flames. Yeah, was the Flames. That was Flames. I was Flames. Fully remember whatever. You you you're, you like the Flamers? We got it. I, I like the <laughs> I like that Dupont car. It but... was a good looking car. I, I got yeah. it. I, I forgot how good looking that car is. I mean, I, I was a Gordon fan. I, I turned to race on. I mean, I was like seven. And this was back in, you know, 94, I think. And it was, I saw Jeff Gordon. And I was like, ah, oh, I like that car. So kind of the same thing. But it was yeah. Rainbow Warriors then. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Andrew. You want me to go? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I mean, like I said, I was a Gordon fan when he retired. It was kind of like, fuck. I didn't really like anybody. Um, I watched some races here and there, and I kind of got drawn to Tyler Reddick's driving style. I really like the uh, guy that's going to go up, test the the wall, ride the wall, and just drive the fuck out of a car, and Tyler Reddick can do that. So I yeah. honestly think he's one of the best drivers, if not the best driver in the uh, field. Yeah, very good. Zach? Oh, I guess I'll go because Drake's not here. Um, Well, my answer's pretty simple. I don't know if it's going to show up. It's all fuzzy. Godbush. <laughs> He likes m That's right, M&M's. The red one. No, the green one. Um, yeah, Kyle Busch, uh, always been a fan of his. Well, when I say always, um, you know, I always knew about NASCAR in the early 2000s. That's kind of why I'm going back and watching the old races. Like, I knew about it, but I never really paid attention to it too much. I, I liked Tony Stewart back in the day just because he was, he was a sassy son of a gun. Um, and he was really good. Uh, and then I, I kind of went away from, from NASCAR for a while, and then I probably got back into it. Oh, 2013 2014 and and just sort of gravitated towards kyle just because he he was a son of a bitch but he knew how to drive the car um i don't know i just i find that fun like I, you know there's always there's seven thousand kyle bush memes for reasons because the guy's funny and entertaining and and, and divisive you know I, I like somebody who's who's controversial um you know I, I don't always agree with everything kyle did but he's funny and he makes me laugh you know i always laugh after a kyle bush interview for sure so um yeah, he he can wheel a car and he and he's sassy. Sassy yeah. he is. Great. Um, I have a few uh a few drivers I really like. Uh, Michael McDowell, obviously a big one. Um, Michael was so I when I was like kind of starting to get back into NASCAR and like late high school, early college, didn't really have much of a driver to follow after Jimmy because I like Jimmy growing up. Dale Jarrett was my favorite for sure. But um, after Jimmy was kind of you know, rolling out, I didn't really have a driver. And one of my good friends from school uh, found out his dad owned Front Row Motorsport, which was pretty cool. And I knew Michael was like their long-standing, most long-standing driver still is. So um, quickly, you know, kind of started following him, which is cool. And I, I always like having the underdogs too. Um, so, you know, that Daytona 500 victory was like the best moment ever for me as an NASCAR fan in recent history. Um, just seeing like an underdog driver you know, pulling out a win like that. 
Um, second is Corey LaJoy. I actually, for a little bit, really didn't like Corey LaJoy um, for whatever reason, but didn't like him. And then um, shortly thereafter, just kind of like, I forgot why I didn't like him, so I just didn't really care about him. And then I started listening to the Stack and Pennies podcast. It was really cool to hear about how he came up through the sport, um, you know, just very much like, you know, on his own kind of way. And like, that's the whole idea of stacking pennies, you know, is that um, concept. So that was, you know, cool to hear about that. Um, I like the Hendrick guys too a little bit, but not really for any particular reason, just because it's like, well, you know, a lot of big names, like, you know, obviously Jimmy and them running, you know, for that team. But, um, you know, I thought that was kind of my quick rundown on my few of my drivers. Very good. So wide, wide ranging fandoms on this podcast, but yeah, it's brief history where we all came from. So thank you for submitting our OnlyFans this week. Be sure to shoot us an email or you can even DM us on Twitter and we'll be sure to get your questions on air. Um, any, any final thoughts, any betting tips for New Hampshire before we bounce? No, I'm holding off on betting right now with the rain coming in. You know, starting lineup, all that's going to be weird. It's kind of just wait and see on this one. Watch uh, at Picks by Fitz. All right. There you go. Well, with that, we will end the night. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the GWC pod. Sub to our YouTube and, you know, leave a comment, leave a review, all the good stuff. And we will get back, Drake. Get back. Get back, Drake. We're ending. <laughs> um, Don't worry, and I was yeah. coming. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll have a great week and great weekend. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. See ya. I love you.